Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Okay, uh, it's live. Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri rahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Inshallah, in today's talk, uh, instead of talking about the lives of Sahaba, today we are talking on a special topic, which is uh, moon wars or, uh, and how can we unite the ummah? Or how can we unite? Um, the reason uh, uh, this topic was chosen is I think uh, very evident for uh, all the brothers and sisters who are listening or who are not listening that um, unfortunately we find ummah is uh, disunited on one of the, one of the most important uh, one of the uh, one of the most important uh, uh, aspects of Islam, which is about that, uh, how we start, for example, especially the month of Ramadan, and how do we end? And that not only ends to month of Ramadan, rather it goes on to uh, the other ibadat, act of ibadat, whether it's Hajj or uh, even uh, regular transactions of life, uh, including. Uh, including uh, somebody wants to, for example, a woman is divorced and she has to count the number of days uh, of her idda, uh, or um, any other thing that includes the, the counting of the, the, the days in the month or the months themselves, that can cause a division among the people, among the people who are living in a country, living on a continent, uh, or in the world altogether, or in some cases now we even see that uh, there is division among the people who are living within a city or within a one a same household. Uh, we can find people who are starting the month of Ramadan at a different day or uh, celebrating the Eid on a different day. And um, uh, that's a, a sad situation we are in. And uh, th- that's very obvious for the Ummah. In general, people would like to see uh, the Ummah uh, united but can't see the ways of how, how we can unite it. And of course, uh, we understand that, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expects us to be a one ummah and uh, that ummah can be united under one leadership, one khilafah. But when we're talking about this moon sighting aspect of it, let's look into it, what Islam says about it, what, what, are, the, what are the shari opinion, opinions out there. And uh, if any of the opinions which are out there is uh, uh, is invalid. So in general, what we see is there are three different ways. Uh, the beginning and the end of the month has been marked Islamic in the Islamic calendar. And when we talk about Islamic calendar, we're talking about the lunar, lunar month uh, um, calendar. And uh, uh, the, the, those three types are global sighting or or the local sighting and the calculations, which is al-hisabul falaki. Now, these are the three different ones which are used, and I'll go, inshallah, one by one and look into it uh, from the perspective of the Shara, what uh, uh, Islam says about these different kinds of opinions which are out there, and uh, uh, inshallah, we'll find uh, a way of the unity of the Ummah within this aspect as well. 
So when it comes to the global cycling, there are, uh, before we go into global cycling, actually, I'd like to talk about what are the four uh, schools of thoughts uh, of Ahl-Sunnah Jama'ah they, they say about the sighting of the moon or the, how to begin the month of Ramadan and how to end. When it comes to the uh, four aimma uh, and the four schools of thoughts, we see that three of them agree on that uh, uh, the concept of global sighting, meaning one sighting uh, anywhere in the world is sufficient for everywhere in the world. So anywhere a Muslim uh, uh, sights a moon, that is sufficient for the rest of the world. Now, of course, the, the, all the rules regarding the acceptance of the witness have to be uh, have to be there and have to be fulfilled. Uh, so, anyways, when it comes to Hanafi school of thought, uh, the Hanafi school of thought it says local sighting, sighting before and after the zawal time or zenith of the of the moon, is not acceptable. Uh, and people of the east are obliged by the sighting of the west when the sighting is proved by obliged method the two witness. So this is the Hanafi school of thought in general says. And even um, not long ago, uh, um, if you look at the uh, uh, the Hanafi books, uh, even even in the Indian subcontinent that includes uh, uh, the, the the Darulum or Fatawa uh, Alamgiri, Fatawa Rahimiya, uh, and on and on, you will see that all of them agreed on, in general, uh, the, the one opinion. And within the Indian subcontinent, normally you see there are three different kinds of uh, schools of thoughts we see over there. Or uh, within the Ahnaf, also we see Deobandi and Barelvis. Both of them agree on the same thing when you go back to their source books. And uh, uh, even Ahl Hadith, uh, uh, Indian subcontinent, agree on this concept of that uh, there is only uh, global sighting is the way to go. Now, when it comes to Maliki, Maliki school of thought has a similar uh, thing, and uh, it, it says that if the crescent is uh, is sighted, fasting is for the rest of the region. So, anywhere uh, it says uh, crescent is sighted, that's for the rest of the regions, near or far, and does not take uh, into account the distance of shortening. Meaning, you know, when we are praying, uh, if somebody is traveling, and uh, he can do the qasr if. Uh, has uh, traveled certain distance. And uh, so even uh, uh, you are a traveler, uh, for you, so distance doesn't really matter. So it's still any sighting anywhere in the world is uh, enough for uh, the rest of the world. And it says, nor the agreement of the sighting or the absence of it. Then fasting is obligatory for everyone transmitted to it. If it is, uh, if its proof is transmitted by the testimony of two just people by the, uh, or by an extensive group. I, uh, meaning something is widespread already. So this is Maliki. Maliki also goes along with uh, uh, with the opinion of the global sighting, meaning sighting anywhere in the world is sufficient for the rest of the world. Now, uh, when it comes to the uh, the Shafi'i Madhab, uh, the Shafi'i Madhab, uh, especially when you talk about Imam Shafi'i, he is the one who said if, if, if the crescent is sighted in a country or a land, its rule is necessary for the for the land that is near, not for for not far, according to the difference of sighting. So, uh, for Shafi, uh, 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 Imam Shafi's opinion about that is this: that uh, about the local sighting, basically. And within local sighting, we see that there are actually uh, more than one uh, local sighting uh, is considered. For for example, one local sighting is considered if it's seen in one one city or one. Uh, um, one district or something, then it is sufficient for that one, for, and it's not sufficient for another one. While the second opinion says that it is, uh, it is, it is, it is good for something which is adjacent to it, another city next to it, or very nearby ones, but not for the others. The third one says that it is allowed within a country or 
but if you if you go too far away, then the sighting is not sufficient. So, but uh, regardless of that, we will take this case as local sighting or ikhtilaf mataala. Now, the th- uh, the fourth one is Imam Hanbal. Imam Hanbal has a same global sighting. Uh, opinion which says that if the sighting of the person is confirmed in a place near or far, all people are obliged, uh, obligated to fast. And the ruling on those who did not see it is the ruling on those who saw it. Meaning, it's not the issue of everyone has to see it. Meaning, whoever, anywhere anybody sees that, this is sufficient for the rest of the world. So this is these are the four schools of thoughts. The opinions are there, and we, we see that interestingly, none of those schools of thoughts were talking about the calcula- calculation uh, or al-hisab uh, al-falaki. Now, moving forward, let's talk about one by one, inshallah, and then we will move on to conclude that which is the opinion that should be followed. Now, um, uh, when it comes to global sighting, there are many a hadith uh, that go along with this concept of uh, uh, f- fasting, uh, uh, fasting to be uh, started for uh, anywhere in the world, if, if moon is sighted, it is enough for all. For example, let's go one by one. Uh, Rasulullah Sallallahu says in one of the hadith reported by Sahih Muslim, it says, So it says, the month is 29 or uh, 29 days, and do not fast until you see it, referring to the moon. moon. And do not uh, break your fast, meaning start of Ramadan until you see the moon. So now it says that, and if you see, uh, uh, and but if uh, if it is cloudy, in the case of cloudy, then you calculate it. Uh, meaning calculate means it's making the estimate, and now this estimate does not necessarily mean it's talking about calculation because the other ahadith discusses the issue of the, what are you supposed to do in the case of when you don't sight the moon. As the hadith of Sahih Muslim, another hadith reported by Imam Muslim, it says, it talks about that, uh, uh, that we are an unlettered people, inna ummatun ummiyah, la naktubu wa la nahsabu, that we do not write and we do not calculate. Wa la nahsabu ash-shahru, we're talking about uh, uh, that we do not write and calculate, ash-shahru hakadha wa hakadha. Rasulullah sallallahu when he said hakadha wa hakadha, he was pointing with his, uh, with, the, with his hands, he opened the hands like this, one, two, uh, and third time, he actually closed up uh, 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 one of the fingers and it became 29 and a third, uh, and then one time he shows the 30, which is uh, three times he opened his hands. Now, the Diyani, he says the Tamam Thalatin, meaning uh, 30 days. Okay, now, well, moving forward, other hadith that goes in the very same, in the favor of moon sighting. Number one thing is happening here is we're talking about sighting is a must here because all the hadith are talking about ru'yah. Uh, ru'yah ru'ya means to see it from the, with the naked eye. In this hadith, Rasulullah says, Sumu li ru'yatihi wa ftiru li ru'yatihi. Fa in gumma alaykum fa akmilu iddata shaban. Iddata shaban thalatin. This is a muttafqun alay hadith. Muttafqun alay hadith means that this hadith is reported by both Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim in their sahihain, in their both uh, the authentic books. Now here the hadith says, which is reported by Abu Huraira radiallahu an, and he says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that fast when you see it. Again, it is referring to the hilal, when you see it. And break your fast when you see it. And if the weather is cloudy, 
treat Sha'ban as having 30 days. See here, even though this hadith is talking about the month of Sha'ban, uh, because it is referring to the month of Sha'ban instead of 29th, referring to the beginning of the month of Sha'ban, uh, uh, Ramadan. So if you're looking for the month of the uh, whether the month of Ramadan has started or not, and you see that you, the, it's cloudy and you're not able to see the moon, then in this case, the 30 days of Sha'ban are supposed to be completed. While the, the hadith, which is, uh, this, these, are the, these are the words of uh, Sahih Bukhari, Imam Bukhari, while on the other hand, uh, uh, the, 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 there's another hadith that talks about in the, in the Muslim, it says, That it says that if it is cloudy, then uh, th- fast for 30 days, which is, is referring to in the month of Ramadan, and you are looking for the Eid moon, for example, uh, or, uh, then in this case, we are commanded to fast for 30 days. So in both cases, it's not the issue of uh, whether the moon is there or not, we know that moon is always there, first of all. Uh, it's the issue of the sighting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to us here. And we are commanded to fast uh, uh, fast as if we see the moon. And if we don't, then in this case, we are not supposed to be uh, uh, we are not supposed to be fasting. And same thing, meaning beginning of the month of Ramadan and the end of the month of Ramadan. And this goes for all the months as well, as the, the hadith talks about Sha'ban as well. Now, other concept to be clear here is the hadith is talking about if it's cloudy. So that's not even a point of a discussion here, whether the moon is there or not. Is the issue is the moon is covered by the clouds. Hence, we are commanded in that case to uh, go by what we see, meaning we don't see it. In that case, the, if the, we're looking for the beginning of the month, uh, then the month, then uh, month of Ramadan, for example, then the m- month of Ramadan cannot start, and we have to complete the month of Sha'ban to 30 days. And if we are looking for the moon of Shawwal uh, to begin the Shawwal or end the month of Ramadan, and if it's cloudy, then we are not supposed uh, cloudy or whatsoever other things are that prevents us to see the moon. That in this case we consider that the, we have not sighted the moon; hence, the month will not begin. Uh, the Shawwal month will not begin or the month of Ramadan will not end, same thing. Okay, now, uh, uh, similarly, uh, the hadith in uh, Sahih, uh, Sahih Muslim, the another hadith says, Ashyaru tis'un wa ishuna wa idha ra'aytum al-hilala wa sumu. So here it's very specifically uses the word hilal also, that if if you see the, the hilal, wa sumu wa idha ra'aytumuhu faftiru. And if you, when you see it, then you break the fast, meaning you celebrate the ayatma. In humma alaykum, and see here, it's, uh, it says again that uh, if it's uh, if it's umma, meaning it's cloudy, or uh, in that case you complete the thirty days, and that ca- then calculated thirty days mean that you complete the thirty days. It does not referring to go and start cal- use the calculation and whatever the calculations is go by that. That's not what it's saying because the hadith is very clear about uh, about if it's cloudy, then you complete the thirty days. Okay, now th- so that's what the global sighting was. And uh, when it comes to, uh, and then actually I will talk a little bit more about global sighting a little bit later, but uh, let's move on to the local sighting. When we say local sighting, so there are uh, there are three, uh, as I said, within the local sighting or ikhtilaf matala, there are uh, three different opinions. One says that uh, uh, if one city or one uh, region or the uh, one uh, district has seen the moon. That's enough for that. And the one which are next to them, they have to 
they can only fast if they sight the moon in their area. Otherwise, they cannot. Uh, uh, that's not enough for them to have go by the sighting of the adjacent city or or, or the re region. And uh, uh, one says that that if it's sighted in one region, uh, one city, then it is sufficient for the one that is adjacent to it. While the third one says that uh, it is enough for some all the cities which are very close to them, but not for the far. For example, if uh, somebody sees in the east, that's not sufficient for the people in the west. Or somebody sees in the west, it's not sufficient for the people in the east. Okay, now, the, uh, all their opinions about uh, local sighting is based off the hadith of Ibn Abbas. And uh, Ibn Abbas' hadith, uh, and there are two versions of the hadith. One is by the Muslim, Imam Muslim, reported by Muslim, and the other is reported by uh, Imam Tirmidhi. This hadith is referred as the hadith of the Quraib, and uh, the, the, the hadith says an Quraib, um, that an uh, Umm uh, al-Fadl bint al-Harith. So she was the mother of Ibn Abbas. She's the one who actually sent him to Muawiyah, uh, uh, towards Muawiyah in Sham. And uh, uh, Quraib says, that when I reached uh, Sham uh, and finished my فَقَدَيْدُ حَاجَتَهَا and finished what she asked me to do and, uh, uh, and then the month of Ramadan actually started there, it, it, uh, it came there. Uh, and he says that فَرَأَيْتُ الْهِلَالَ لَيْلَةَ الْجُمْعَةَ And he says that I uh, saw the moon on the night of the Jum'ah. And uh, from Mark, قدمت, uh, uh, and he says that I uh, entered into the Medina at the end of the month of Ramadan. Over here, فسألني عبد الله بن عباس ابن عباس asked me. Quraib is mentioning that ابن عباس asked me, رضي الله عنهما, that uh, uh, he said, when did you see the moon, uh, الهلال? Uh, he says, متى رأيتم الهلال? So I said that we saw the moon on the night of the Friday. And now here, he very specifically asked, Did you see it? So um, uh, Ibn Abbas said, he wanted to confirm who's the one who saw it. So he says, Quraib said, yes, I saw it. And the people saw it, and they fasted, and so did Muawiyah. Now, uh, here Ibn Abbas says, uh, uh, He says, like, uh, 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 So he says that, that uh, well, we saw it on the Saturday night, and we will continue to fast until we complete either 30 days or we see the moon. Now, over here, uh, Quraib, who was, uh, he, he, he was, kind of, uh, you can tell by that, he was kind of surprised that he, he said, isn't that sufficient for you? That uh, the ru'ya of the Muawiyah and his fast. So, and uh, upon that, Ibn Abbas said, so he said, no, because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded us like that. Now here, one part to understand here is, um, actually, let me just go to the next hadith first, and then uh, uh, I'll go into the detail of that, uh, these are hadith. The other hadith is reported by Ibn Tirmidhi in his, in his jama'ah, 
And uh, here, there's a little bit difference in the hadith, the wordings. Here, uh, when Ibn Abbas says, uh, Did you see it? So now here, the response of Quraib was, uh, for, he says, He said the people saw it, and they fasted, and Muawiyah fasted. So now here, he did not say he fasted. Rather, he said the people fasted and so did, uh, 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 sorry, people uh, uh, People saw it, meaning they're the one who did the ru'ya of the, of, the, uh, of the Hilal, and they are the one who fasted and Muawiyah fasted along with them. So people fasted, meaning uh, Ibn Abbas also fasted. And then the rest of the hadith is similar. And one thing to understand here is neither of the reports about this incident uh, are the a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. None of them say that Rasulullah sallallahu did something or Rasulullah sallallahu said something. Then there's no qala Rasulullah sallallahu anywhere here. Hence, uh, fuqaha look at the, these hadith as the understanding of Ibn Abbas, meaning this is the ishtihad of Ibn Abbas, that in, according to that, number one thing. Now, this is one understanding that they look at it. While the others, they rejected this uh, uh, this understanding or of the local sighting based on these two uh, the, these two versions of the hadith. They say that here the person who came was uh, was Quraib who's reporting it to Ibn Abbas, and according to the, the Tirmidhi, that hadith says actually he was not even the one who sighted the moon because he said the people saw it and people fa fa start fasting and so did Muawiyah. Now here, uh, uh, here uh, the, that's one aspect of it that he's not the one who is the uh, who's the witness. He's a shahid. Now other one says, other scholar says because uh, Quraib was only one person who was reporting back to Ibn Abbas, and one witness was not sufficient for this uh, for this issue. Hence, they rejected it. Anyway, so all those uh, three uh, uh, imma besides Imam Shafi'i. They did not accept that and they rejected uh, the, these hadith for the issue of citing, even though they have used this, this same hadith for other things, but not for this. Now, uh, as I've said, this is more considered as the uh, saying of a Sahabi or understanding of a Sahabi, Ibn Abbas here. And I just want to bring this up again. Uh, we talked about yesterday as well, which is uh, let's be clear careful about here that the many times uh, many of us think of it whenever they talk about think of the books of a hadith they think of it as if the books of a hadith carry just the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this is not true because a hadith books do have the sayings of the sahaba as well and this is why they, the hadith are categorized differently meaning for example the, the hadith that goes back to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that hadith is called marfu'ah that goes back to rasulullah sallallahu and we are talking about his actions, his sayings, and his acceptance of an action done in front of him. And now, the second kind of ahadith in those books are called, those ahadith which are mawkuf. Uh, mawkuf means that they go back to the sahabi. And then the third one is called maktur, and maktur is a hadith that goes to the tabi. So, uh, so in this case, when we, what we're looking at is not the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, uh, and we are bound to follow uh, when we talk about the hukum shari, every action that we do that needs a hukum shari, and hukum shari has to be extracted from Quran, Sunnah, Masahab, and the Qiyas. 
Now, in this case, what we're seeing is not a hadith of Rasulullah Hence, it cannot be used as an evidence for something. But if somebody is following this opinion of a Sahabi as an ishtihad of Sahabi, that's a separate issue. But to say that this is an evidence for something else itself, that is uh, not the right way to extract the rules. Okay. Now, that's, that's one thing. Now, besides that, there are a hadith actually, which go, which are reported by Ibn Abbas. And those hadith themselves actually are the ones which go in the favor of uh, global sighting rather than talking about the local sighting. Because in that case, these are a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we are referring to. As this hadith that talks about that uh, Ibn Abbas is referring to, the, uh, he says that Ja'a Arabi, Arabiyu ila Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. An Arabi, a Bedouin or a villager, came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Faqala inni ra'aytu al-hilala, yani hilala Ramadan, Ramadan. So he said, I saw the moon, moon of uh, hilal, uh, meaning the uh, the hilal or the moon for the month of Ramadan. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, uh, an Do you witness? Bear witness that there is nobody worthy of worship except Allah Azza wa Jal. Qala na'am. He said yes. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Atashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. That do you bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Qala na'am. So he said yes. Then uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Bilal, Ya Bilal, go and announce finnati an yasumu ghada that we will fast tomorrow. And this hadith is a poem by Abu Dawood, uh, Tirmidhi, uh, Nasai ibn Majah and Darumi. So that's one. And similar, the word, uh, hadith is reported by Al Mafsud also. So look at these. These both are hadith are reported by Ibn Abbas himself. Now, here Ibn Abbas is talking about a hadith where Sahaba, Sahaba and Rasulullah did not sight the moon in Medina. And or for the month, beginning of the month of Ramadan. And somebody who comes from outside of the Medina. And he reports to Rasulullah that he saw the moon. And Rasulullah only thing that he confirmed was that he was a Muslim. Because remember that a Muslim uh, is, uh, in the case of the moon sighting, a single witness is sufficient. And this is most of the fuqaha say that a single witness is enough. Uh, especially in the case of in the case of if it's cloudy and it's difficult to see the moon. If it is very clear, uh, uh, clear sky in that case, uh, there are scholars say differently that the group of people must see it to to say that to say that the moon was sighted. Now, uh, but in this case, uh, we see that uh, Sahaba Rasulullah Sallam did not see the moon in the Medina, and then uh, they accepted the sighting of somebody who came from outside of Medina, and uh, hence he announced that uh, fasting should be started tomorrow. Now, there's another hadith that talks about the issue of. Uh, uh, they were Rasulullah uh, uh, Sallallahu and Sahaba. They were fasting in the month of Ramadan, and they were they did not see the month uh, the 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 end of Ramadan's uh, moon. Meaning they did not see a they did not sight uh, they did not sight Hilal on the 29th night of the 29th. Uh, so they they complete they were completing the 30 days. They were fasting the 30th fast, and somebody came from outside of Medina, and he reported that they have seen sighting the moon. And Rasulullah Sallallahu again. Well, confirmed about him being a Muslim. And then the time for Salat al Eid was passed. Hence, he commanded the Sahaba that break your fast and we will pray Salat al Eid next day. So the, uh, all these hadith 
uh, also confirm more about the global sighting, and also they go uh, against the ikhtilaful mata'ali and the local sighting. But as I'm saying, it is considered as an opinion of Ibn, uh, Ibn Abbas, and hence it will be looked at as an opinion of Ibn Abbas that he is saying that he is following the command as he was commanded by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now, uh, besides that, another aspect of uh, of local sighting needs to be understood. And uh, now, let me just get a pen because it'll be easier for me to, to show. Okay, now, if you take this local sighting aspect of it, and uh, uh, it becomes uh, more confusing and create more division within the Ummah in a very strange way. Uh, and uh, which is uh, especially nowadays when people are talking about local sighting, it's not even talking from the perspective of near or far or any of those things. Rather, it has become the concept of um, the concept of the lines that have been drawn within the Ummah by the colonialist powers when uh, when they divided the Muslim lands into uh, uh, states and statelets. And what we see here is an example of, simple example of that is the example of Indian subcontinent. So prior to 1947, it was under the occupation of, uh, for about 200 years or so, under the uh, British occupation. But we still look at, looked at the Indian subcontinent as one, uh, one, one country here. Now, uh, in 1947, the India was divided into uh, two countries. So before 1947, it's considered as one, hence there's one moon. Uh, one sighting is sufficient for the whole uh, huge sub uh, Indian subcontinent. Then in 1947, as you can see, um, so that's what, oh, this is where the Indian, Indian subcontinent, ah. anyways, so this is what uh, included in the Indian subcontinent. So has, uh, we have India here, Pakistan here, and Bangladesh here. So 1947, before 1947, it was one. And then in 1947, it, it, uh, India was divided into two countries, so it became here is the West Pakistan, and here is the East Pakistan, which is, uh, uh, and then there's India. So now it became two countries, even though East and West Pakistan were about a thousand miles away, but they were still considered as one, one country. Then in 1947, 1971, the, uh, this part, which is the East Pakistan, that converted into Bangladesh. So hence, uh, the, uh, so that become, there's one moon here, second one became Pakistan after 1971, and third one is in Bangladesh here, third. So you have three, three, uh, three different moons for the, the region that used to have one. Now, similarly, that's not confused. Uh, there's more confusing things than this even, because you can see Pakistan and Bangladesh seem to be a bit far. Anyways, now, within Pakistan, for example, uh, Oman is not far away from, uh, from Gawadar, uh, uh, and we can see that it's about uh, I don't know, a couple, 200 miles or something from uh, Gawadar to Oman, and uh, which is part of Pakistan. Now, uh, which is Oman and Pakistan is very close. Uh, now, if the moon is sighted, for example, Oman, they would say that, well, that's for Oman, it's not sufficient for Pakistan. But at the same time, if, uh, uh, if the moon is sighted, so Oman is here, so that sighting is not sufficient for Pakistan. But here you have Islamabad somewhere here, uh, all the way up north. Now that is almost 800 miles away from Karachi or Gawada. But that sighting is sufficient for the whole Pakistan, uh, 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 the whole, uh, from, from, from Islamabad to Karachi, or Peshawar to Karachi. Uh, uh, on contrary to that, if it is seen here, which is also uh, 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 in Peshawar, for example, here is in some, some area here, 
and which is next to Afghanistan, they would say that that moon is enough for Pakistan to go all the way down to Karachi or Gwadar or Hyderabad, but it is not sufficient for Afghanistan, which is right next to it. Or if the moon is sighted in Iran, that's not sufficient for Pakistan, but it's sufficient for the whole Iran, which can be, which is, Iran is double the size of Pakistan. And even though it has the border with Pakistan, but that's not sufficient. So that's the, these are uh, uh, wrong ways of looking at moon sighting when we talk about local sighting. Other thing is, let's assume that you say that the moon is sighted here and uh, you are going to take uh, just a neighboring cities, okay? So, or neighboring country even. So Pakistan sights the moon, then you say Afghanistan also has sighted the moon, but, but you stop there and you say, no, you cannot go further than that. Why not? So Afghanistan has uh, started the, the, the month of Ramadan, Iran is right next to it, or, the, uh, or Tajikistan is right next to it, uh, or Turkmenistan is right next to it. So why can't the, that sighting be enough for them also? And if you look at it from that perspective, then this one sighting can go on, move on whichever direction you're going, east or west or north or south. Uh, then you will keep connecting each time zones and everything will, will, will come under uh, one sighting. And, and that's the right way of looking at it anyways, not just because of looking from this angle of uh, uh, closeness or how they are connected to each other, or even if they are not connected. The issue is the hadith are very clear about this, and that's what we are supposed to be following. And when we are talking about our actions, they have to be driven by the hukum shari. Okay. Now, moving forward. Uh, now, it comes to calculation. And uh, inshallah, uh, spend a little bit more time, and I apologize. We started a little bit late. Uh, hopefully, we will f finish uh, uh, the next 20 minutes or so. Now, when it comes to calculation, there's a hadith of Rasulullah that I mentioned in the global sighting aspect also that talks about that we are unlettered people who can neither write nor count. That we don't count, we don't write, hence the month is thus, uh, the, the, thus and thus. And uh, he was folding his thumb at one time and the other time he opened the hands uh, three times. Okay, now, uh, now this concept of illiteracy, which is mentioned here. So the people who are talking about calculation these days, or which is called Hisab al-Falaki, they say, well, the Ummah was uh, unlettered back then. And now today we are lettered. We, are, we, can, we know how to read and write and we know how to calculate. Hence, uh, they, they think of this as an illah, as a reason behind the hukum. While this is not the case, that this is, that this is the reason that uh, this hadith is talking about uh, ummiyah. And we'll talk about this a little bit in the detail in the next coming slides as well. Um, uh, because for number one thing, uh, in the time of Rasulullah already, Rasulullah himself commanded the Sahaba to write the Quran, which means the Sahaba knew how to, uh, how to read and write as well. And there was a command from Rasulullah to Sahaba to write. So writing the Quran was there. In the beginning, he stopped the Sahaba to write the hadith, and later on, he he allowed them to write the hadith also. And that's a different story why he stopped them in the beginning. That was more for the issue of not to mix the Quran and the hadith. But anyway, so Quran as a whole was written in the time of Rasulullah as he used to be used to come down to Rasulullah. He used to ask the Sahaba. There were specific Sahaba. Who he, he 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 had which were which were called the transcribers of the Quran and they used to write the Quran in his uh, supervision and he used to make sure that everything is written correctly. So writing was there. Calculation when it comes to calculation was there as well. What what, what does it mean by that? Rasulullah uh, so, uh, and the Sahaba they used to calculate the zakah, for example. They used to do the calculations for. Uh, 
for, for, for inheritance. And this is quite complicated kind of a uh, compli uh, calculation that, that, that requires a lot of understanding of how to use the fractions between different people and different kinds of fractions of bio different people. For example, um, uh, the, the, the daughter gets uh, the half what the, husband, what the son gets if, if, if a father dies. Um, or the, uh, and if, uh, if, if the husband dies and he, is, uh, uh, he has, let's say, three sons so, uh, and a wife, then uh, one sixth of the portions will go to uh, one, uh, one, one eighth will go to the wife and uh, uh, each son will get one third of it. So uh, whatever will be left over, they will be divided among the sons. So there's a lot of fractions involved. I, I cannot even do it in my mind right now. I have to do it with a paper and pen. But anyways, there's a lot of calculations there. There are a lot of calculations for jizya, for, for kharaj, for usher. These are different kinds of things where you need to calculate. So calculation is part of Islam. That's not Islam. Is not prohibiting calculation. Calculation is specifically is prohibited here for the case of uh, citing the moon, not, not for other things. So it's not the issue of that Ummah did not know back then. Ummah knew how to calculate at that time also. I mean, even to discuss this idea of calculation for uh, for uh, for citing uh, or for, for the moon uh, was already existed at that time. Hence, this is mentioned here. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> and and the, the the hadith that talks about completing the thirty days in the case of cloudy uh, uh, cloudy weather. So it says, that if it is cloudy, then complete 30 days. It is uh, unrestricted without any conditions. It has been said that, that uh, the, we have to follow the hukum shari regarding here, not to go and start calculating in the case of uh, not seeing the moon, for example, because it was cloudy. Um, also, there are, I had, uh, uh, so now the, the concept of this to say that now, since we have, uh, uh, since we have, uh, since we, we we are lettered or we we can calculate and we can read and write, hence we should be able to uh, we should be able to the calculation is incorrect from many different angles. Also, for example, when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, that uh, do not kill your children because of the fear of the poverty. Now, here Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying that uh, because of uh, because of the concept of killing your children was a norm at that time. Hence, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about that. It does not mean that now because Allah is saying that do not kill your children because you are because of poverty, hence it is okay to kill your children out of wealth. If you are wealthy, then it's okay for you to kill. No, because the because the hukum is clear in the other ayah uh, uh, so here Allah Taala is very clearly mentioning about the whoever kills a believer intentionally his recompense is held to abide by. So that the, what it is talking about there in the ayah was, was referring to something that was a norm back then. That the, of, of course there were people who were not killing their children also even without poverty or with poverty. But there were people who were doing that and this norm was addressed in the ayah. Similarly, when the hadith previously was talking about that the ummah is uh, uh, is unlettered. He was talking about the general norm of the Arab society was those people and Arabs were uh, unlettered. Hence, it was mentioned that as unlettered over there. Not that uh, if you have the uh, now uh, that is as an is an illa or something. It is more of a, a norm was the, mentioned there about the people of that. 
Uh, okay, now <coughs> similarly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya ayyuhu ladhina amanu la ta'kulu riba ada'afan muda'afa Now, uh, muda'afa Now here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that Oh, you who believe, eat not riba doubled and multiple multiplied, meaning multiple times Now, here uh, that doesn't mean and nobody has understood this way that because the ayah is talking about this ayah is talking about the double and the triple or, or multiple times uh, is not allowed hence or less than double is okay, or uh, 50% of 1%, 2%, 3%. That is an incorrect understanding because the other ayah is which takes away also these kind of restrictions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made bay'ah the trade as, as halal and he has made riba haram. Okay, now, so the concept of Ill, illiterate is suspended as, uh, as we just talked about. Therefore, if one who was unable to sight the moon due to clouds or rain that it becomes obligatory to complete 30 days of the month whether or not we know how to calculate so that idea of illiterate was not specific for uh to say that once you have the uh, you you are able to calculate and write now or the nation itself has become the lettered nation hence now from now on we, we are allowed no the idea was that it is the calculation itself was prohibited for us in this matter and we were restricted to to cite the moon. Okay, now <clears throat> also um, uh, this these uh, uh, hadith that talks about the if it's cloudy, that is very clear to say that it's not saying the moon is not there. It's the concept here mentioned is if it's cloudy, you're not able to see. That's enough, and hence you complete your thirty days. Similarly, other hadith, the, the Allah Subhanahu wa Taala when it says in Surah Al-Baqarah. When he says that Shah Ramadan This month of Ramadan is a month we reveal the Quran that has the guidance for the people and for the men for, for the people of mankind. And Bayinat explains from the from the guidance and the Furqan, it is Furqan meaning it is uh, <coughs> it is uh, the one that distinguishes the haq from the battle. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Now here he says, and whosoever. First of all, he says, Faman means whosoever. Shahida minkum among you sees the moon. Okay, so whosoever sees it, who uh, are uh, witnesses, uh, uh, shahab meaning which is the witnessing of the moon here, then the command for all of us is to fast. It is not referring to everybody has to, uh, to cite the moon for their own uh, fasting. Rather, talk about whosoever witnesses the moon, that's sufficient. And this is what uh, all the aima used as an evidence for global sighting as well. Now, uh, going back to the, the calculation part, um, the hadith that was talking about, Again, we talked about this, that Sallallahu said about if the moon is not sighted, uh, we were told to complete the 30 days of Shaban. And the other hadith says, and then if it is uh, cloudy, then you complete your 30 days of fasting. Okay. <clears throat> and then this, uh, this hadith um, that, that, that talks about uh, the 30 days as well. Uh, actually, the, the, this hadith is also uh, been, been used, unfortunately, in, in a wrong way. The, the first one, لَا تَسُومُ حَتَّى تَرَوْ هِلَالَ وَلَا تُفْتِرُوا حَتَّى تَرَوْ فَإِنْ غُمَّ عَلَيْكُمْ فَقْدِرُوا So here... Uh, when it says that lahu, so they try to use this as that uh, what the hadith means is if you sorry uh, the, the, uh, do not fast until you see the hilal so to see the crescent 
and uh, do not break your fast, meaning start da'id uh, until you see it. And if it's ghumma alaykum, and if it's cloudy, then faqdiru lah, that then you then you estimate here. Now, estimation here means the 30 days because of the other hadith. So, estimation cannot be considered as calculation here because the hadith are very clear about that says that, for example, a shahru that says that the month is 29 nights, uh, uh, nights and days, of course, means, and then uh, uh, do not fast until you see it. And if it's cloudy, then complete the 30 days. It's not time to say go and start estimating. Rather, just complete your 30 days. That's what it's saying. Okay. Now, uh, one question always remains and people always have confusion about, well, what about prayer? People have all the time. They have timetables. They have nowadays apps. Masajids have big, huge, uh, uh, old days, they used to have huge timetables uh, on the walls of the masajid. And uh, Mu'addin will be giving the adhan according to what the time is written there. And uh, nowadays, all those times have been translated, were put into the apps, and people just go and go to their apps and see the time and pray accordingly. Now, the question remains, well, well we are calculating here. So what about uh, the calculation of salah? How is that different than the, the when we talk about the, the, the counting the month of Ramadan, any of the month, meaning uh, to estimate the months as well? So uh, about the fasting, we already discussed many, many times with many hadith that uh, sighting of the moon was was mentioned in those hadith, and this is a hukum for us to sight the moon based on those textual. Uh, uh, evidences from the Quran and Sunnah that we have to sight the moon from our uh, from our eyes. Now, it goes to uh, the what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says here is uh, there are ayat actually it's the next one. Okay, now uh, here Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that aqimu salah lidulukis shams that lidulukis shams meaning that perform your salah. Uh, and it's talking about the locations, meaning the, the uh, which is the, the, from the from the uh, uh, from the height it goes down now from midday till the darkness of the night. So here it's talking about the timing that is connected to the moon to the sun. And similarly, it says when the sun declines. In that case, we are commanded to pray, which is talking about the Salat Zohar here. So when, uh, when from the zawal it goes down, then at that time we're supposed to pray. Now, the issue here is in the case of the salah, in the case of the salah, we were not commanded specifically to see the sun or to see the movement. Uh, to, to We have to see with our naked eyes to say, okay, now we can, uh, if, uh, if it's cloudy, then the times of the prayer will change. There is no such thing we find in the case of the shams. Hence, it is left to us that whichever way, means we can use to find out the location of the sun uh, and because the, the prayer timings goes along by the movement of the sun. Hence, we, we, can, we can use the calculation over there while in the case of the beginning or the end of the month, we cannot because in that case, we are commanded to see the moon from our naked eyes. Okay, so now just to conclude, as I mentioned already, there are three ways of use, which is one is called the global sighting, Wahdatul Matala. And the uh, second is uh, local sighting, which is the and the third one is which is the calculations. Now, when it comes to the global sighting, this is a strong and correct opinion, and which is supported, uh, which is supported by strong uh, evidence from the Quran and Sunnah. 
And this is the only way to keep the unity of the Ummah. When it comes to the local sighting, uh, it is, as I said, this is a weak opinion and this is the opinion of a Sahabi Ibn Abbas, not, and it, it, it actually goes against the hadith. Uh, but if somebody is following it and he's convinced with that this is the right opinion, this is between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but then he has to look into the correct way of even looking into whichever way it was defined as well. Uh, but anyways, this is a weak opinion and uh, we really have to think about it, how we are coming up with the wild, very clear evidences are out there which uh, contradicts um, the ikhtilaf And of course, even if we, when Abbas had this understanding and if we come to the conclusion that, that the correct one is then we are bound to follow that. In calculation, this contradicts clear Shari text and cannot be considered as Shari opinion. So this is not even a, talking about difference of opinion issue. This is not, a, uh, this, is, this contradicts clearly Rasulullah's wordings are there that tells us not to follow the calculation. Hence, we are not supposed to be following the calculation. Now, people can say that, well, this is because this is a way to unite the Ummah. Look, whether it's a unity of the Ummah or disunity of the Ummah, we are bound to follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to uh, fast the, uh, the, by sighting the moon, then we are bound to follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command and we have to sight the moon and go by that. And within that sighting the moon, we see that the global sighting is the, the most correct uh, opinion and that should be followed. Now, how do we do this? See, the problem today is that because we as Muslim Ummah have been divided into multiple states and say that's 57 plus. And uh, uh, now because we are disunited like that, uh, and uh, nowadays, unfortunately, we think of as every country have to see their own moon, uh, while Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to be under one leadership, one imam, one khalifa, and the, all these Muslim countries are supposed to be under one leadership. And if we have that leadership, which because of lack of that leadership today, we are in this mess that we are discussing the sighting like this. If one leadership is there and it announces that anywhere the moon is sighted, and it announces that the month will start that day, that will take care of all those differences that exist and that will unite the Ummah under the, the Sharia rulings of Islam rather than following uh, people left and right and they, 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 they're not carrying any of the Sharia opinion uh, that they, they should be followed. So uh, this is the missing, uh, the missing obligation that the Ummah, is, uh, Ummah has, Ummah is missing because of which we are divided. And that's one another way of keeping the Ummah united. And that's, as a matter of fact, that leadership is the, the right way to unite the Ummah. And, they can, and that leadership can bring the people uh, uh, united for even our ibadat, like the month of Ramadan or Hajj or any of the other things as well. Okay, so <clears throat> we'll stop the talk here today, inshallah. And if there is any questions or comments regarding today's talk, inshallah, I'll try to answer. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.